0: Hey team, it's uh, John T and Cena here and um, obviously we've gotten so bored during this lockdown that we've decided to make a um, podcast. Um, so we're just going to talk a wee bit today about um, a few questions for Cena. I'll put the limelight on her because people probably don't really want to hear too much about myself. So, um, Sina, do you want to say anything?
1: So I thought we... Um, so we usually lie in bed and we talk about really random shit every night and for like hours and we were like we should make a podcast cuz there's a lot of things that we discuss that a lot of people would um they might not like to listen to it but it is good information so i thought yeah we we should start something like this so here we are
0: um so i'll, I'll probably be asking the questions and Sena can answer uh, answer them because it's her life mm-hmm. um so the first thing is, I'm not sure if everyone knows, but where did you grow
1: up, like what place? So I grew up in Golden Bay in, at the top of South Island. Um, we, It's sort of like a little hippie town and um, the weed capital of New Zealand, pretty much. We grew up with horses, outdoors. We didn't have a TV or anything growing up. So it was sort of like just a real hippie lifestyle.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I probably shouldn't ask that question, actually. <laughs> no, don't worry. Um, and so in this little small town in the top of the South Island, who were your main influences or who, who influenced you most to be the person you are today?
1: Uh, first of all, probably my parents because they decided that I was only allowed an hour computer time a day. So so it made us go outside and actually do stuff and build huts and pretend we were boys pretty much for the first um, few years of our lives. And so, yeah, I didn't spend that much time indoors. I did really like that computer time. But, yeah, they influenced me by, like, yeah, getting me out and about. And they really supported me with my horse riding. That was my first sport. And they took me everywhere I needed to go. And... They've just been super supportive, so that's really helped where I am today.
0: Nice. And uh, what what school did you uh, start or grow up? And how many friends did you have in this small little
1: community? Was there many people to hang out with, or? So yeah, there was uh, enough people to hang out with. We were we were uh, quite a small group of. People, I think my high school was about 350 people, um, so everyone knew everyone, and it was actually really awesome. And everyone did get along with everyone. Um, my high school experience was sort of, um, how do I say, I didn't really spend that much time working on my schoolwork. It was more social life, um, but I think that did actually help uh, me become who I am today. <laughs>
0: Sorry, there might be a a sound of a dog whining in the background.
1: Jazzy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. So you're in the small community or small town. Um. And I hear it's got a lot of like adv- outdoor adventure ac- activities to do. Obviously, like uh, surfing, and then there's lots of tramping and mountain biking and stuff. So. Obviously, you probably sprouted your fitness journey doing that sort of stuff, but what led you to come to the gym, and does Takaka have a a gym to actually go to?
1: So, Takaka does have a small gym, but at the time, I didn't actually know that. Uh, So, I actually spent a lot of time... First of all, I was horse riding a lot, and then I started uh, running a lot, um, and I got really obsessed with running, and I actually was thinking, like, oh, if only I'd weights to help me gain some muscle at the time Uh, and that was was when I was like maybe 16, 17 and then I left home when I was 18 so that's when I actually started um, in the gym and that was I think my first gym experience was actually in Australia so yeah.
0: Nice and um, this is probably like myself you have a lot of Things you look back on your training and go, like, what the fuck was <laughs> I up to doing that? So, um, run us through if you can remember what your training looked like and what your ideal um, sort of goals were for those training sessions.
1: So, uh, are you talking about Australia or? Whatever? Oh, just whenever you started. Okay. So, um, I was pretty, I got pretty obsessed and I'm an obsessive person. So it wasn't very healthy the way I was training. I If I skipped a day, I would feel extremely bad that I skipped a day. So um, I got to a point where I was actually training twice a day, every day, and I didn't give myself any rest days. I didn't have a program to follow, so I was just smashing whatever body part. And I actually got quite sore in places. But because I was young, I was 18, 19, I didn't really um, get any injuries as such at that point.
0: Yeah. Nice. And um, to go away a wee bit away from training, one thing that you told me um, previously that I couldn't believe is that you in the Gold Coast used to drink almost every night, <laughs> yeah. which I cannot believe now. Same. So
1: I, yeah, I think it was two months straight. I, I drag every night. <laughs> I I used to go out like on my own. So we were staying in a hostel and I would just um meet up with a few people from the hostel and then we'd go out together. And I was pretty happy just going out, having a boogie and then walking home at 4am on my own. It's probably not very good, but, and then I would go to the gym during the day. So yeah, that was my eighteen-year-old experience.
0: And where where was your funds coming from? Like, how did you even support that sort of gym and
1: So life? I actually, um, <laughs> I raised fourteen thousand dollars by washing dishes <laughs> in Golden Bay, and I didn't really do much. I was just running and working pretty much. So yeah, I made fourteen grand, and then I blew it all in Australia. Uh, in that first few months I did a few trips and stuff and then also I lived in the Gold Coast for a couple of months, um, just training and living life. I don't actually know, I didn't look for a job at the time. Just didn't just didn't.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Oh well, so um obviously from experiences that you have Uh, like wherever you are what were the three things you take away from sort of your first year or two training and like looking back on it what would you change would you change anything or would you just keep it the same because those sorts of valuable lessons have crafted the way you coach people today or
1: um I think there's one thing that I would change and everything else I would keep the same. So my training, I would have kept the same because, yeah, it has shaped me f- like who I am. Um, and I have learned from my mistakes with overtraining and stuff, which actually was years, years of overtraining. But um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I asked my question again, sorry.
0: Like, what you've taken away and would you change anything? And
1: oh, there's one thing I would change would be um, the fact that I ate, like, under, I think it was 25 grams of fat <laughs> every day because I thought it would make me fat, and that was really bad for my health. So, yeah, that's what I would change.
0: Yeah, it's funny because, like, back in the day, I'd probably, literally, I was probably 16, 17, and I was obsessed with... Oh, just food in general and I would literally walk into shops after school to look for a snack and I'd look at say tuna or I don't know I'd look at rice crackers or even juice and go look at the label and see if there's any fat in this product if there's no fat in the product then I'd happily walk out even though it's say it's 99% fat free and then you'd walk out thinking that you're getting a mean deal and you're like literally health but in turn, you're just guzzling 60 grams of sugar in one serving and then wondering why you're crashing. So, like, yeah, it's funny how you change your perspectives and uh, fat was a major one as well that, like, you can see.
1: I think it was all drilled into us as well when we were young. It was sort of that phase where everyone would thought fat was bad um, yeah. and my family did too, so I sort of tried to stay away from it. Um,
0: so, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. Nice. So uh, we've sort of covered a wee bit of the first years of Cena's um, training, so uh, we'll probably cut it there today because we don't want to bore anyone and if, there's probably, like, two people listening, so <laughs> hopefully those two people maybe understood a wee bit more about Cena's first few training sessions. But, um, yeah, if uh, that sort of goes all goods we might carry on if it doesn't we probably just cut the old string there well, yeah, and not we worry might,
1: we might listen back on this and go nah we're not posting this so we don't know what's gonna happen yet anyway thank you for